Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony, and welcome to this very special edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. That's right, it's not a news show, it is a review show or informational show today. What are we talking about? We're going to talk about uh, Disney World Resorts. Uh, we're going to start this show is going to be about the value resorts. Um, and then we'll do subsequent shows to cover some of the other types of resorts. All right. So Disney World does have three different types of resorts that people can stay at. They have value, moderate, and deluxe resorts. Uh, as you can gather from the name, uh, deluxe is uh, a little more expensive because it's deluxe. Uh, moderate's kind of a mid-road, and value is the cheapest option. Um, now, value does not mean cheap. And value does not mean inexpensive. Right. Yes. Um, the typical pricing at one of the value resorts is anywhere from 100 to $250 a night. That's depending upon whether you are able to get um, a discount and whether it is a high season. So, you know, at Christmas time, you're looking at, you know, closer to 250 maybe even a little bit more um, without a discount. So a uh, huge range, but they are going to always be your least expensive compared to the other options that are out there compared to the moderates, compared to the deluxes. And then there's also the category of like home away from homes, right. which Tony didn't mention, but those are also more expensive. Um, so, so yes, they are your least expensive. They are also your smallest rooms um, and they have the least amenities. That does not mean they don't have a lot of amenities. It just means they have less than compared to the other ones. That's right. So um, why don't we start with the first one to open of all the value resorts, and that is Disney's All-Star Sports Resort. It is part of the, the um, All-Star suite of offerings, right? So I, maybe I shouldn't use the word suite because that's a whole other story, but um, there are actually three All-Star resorts that make up um, the All-Star resorts. Let's say the All-Star Resort Complex. Thank you. Which... That's a- that's a good word. Thank you. Which is part, it is considered an Animal Kingdom resort. So it's in the Animal Kingdom section of the Walt Disney World property. Uh, Walt Disney World's property is about the size of the island of Manhattan. So there are a lot of different resort areas. And each one of the um, each one of the resort uh, areas is, is kind of situated with a theme park. Not necessarily tied to it, but just to give you a geographical reference point, uh, the All-Stars are part of the Animal Kingdom uh, resort grouping. Okay. Um, and at the All-Star Resort, um, what do we want to talk about? Well, we can roots? talk about the history of the resorts. The resort was opened in 1994. It was the first in the value chain. Um, and the first one was the All-Star Sports Resort. It has a sports theme to it. Um, as with all of the resorts in the value category, it is a motel-style resort, which means your entrances are uh, external, mm-hmm. so there is no interior hallways, um, and that's that's actually not true. Uh, part of Art of Animation, which we'll talk about at the end of the show, does have interior hallways for the family suites, but uh, in, in general, your value resorts are going to be motel-style. Um, all of the buildings are three or four stories tall. Uh, all of the resorts have pools, uh, a food court, um, a lobby, an arcade, um, and we will get into the individual uh, components of each one. So uh, at the All-Star Sports Resort, as I mentioned, it is themed after sports. Um, it is the only resort complex that is in Osceola County in Florida. Um, it is 
with all of the all-stars uh, and all the values, there are oversized, I, I don't want to say memorabilia, icons, icons uh, novelty items. Mm-hmm. So All-Star Sports Resort has uh, uh, giant football helmets and shuffleboard and surfboard. basketballs and surfboards. Mm-hmm. And, and when I say oversized, I'm talking three and four stories tall. Right. It's not just... Uh, you know, oh, that's a 10-foot-tall football helmet. Right. A lot of times the stairwells are actually made up of these icons, and um, the buildings are three floors or four floors? Usually I think they're four. four. Um, so, yeah, so a lot of these icons are four stories tall. Um, there's also, in one of the sections, there is a big football field. Um, it's a full-size, I think it's a full-size football field. Yeah. And sometimes kids go out there and actually play on it. So. And it's AstroTurf. Mm-hmm. So that's a lot of fun. So there are there are 1,920 rooms. All of them are standard hotel rooms, which consist of uh, a sleeping area, a bathroom, and a sink. Uh, the sink is outside of the toilet and shower area. Right. Um, so these, when when the All Star Sports, uh, when the All Star Resorts, all of them opened, um, they're two double beds, which was different from say a deluxe where you would have two queen size beds. So. That's, you know, sort of been maybe one of the more difficult things about the All-Stars is that if you are bigger people, it's a little bit hard to fit in these um, only full-size beds. They have started refurbishments on the All-Stars, and they are putting in um, queen-size beds. It's one queen-size, a regular queen-size bed, and it's lifted a little bit high off the floor so that you can fit your luggage under it. And then a Murphy bed that pulls down. And when it's up, it actually is a table with two chairs. Um, You move those chairs aside and you pull it down. Um, However, All-Star Sports is going to be the last of all of the value resorts to be refurbished. So um, in the near future, that won't be. Right now, All-Star Sports still has the two double beds and probably will for maybe another mm, six months to a year. Right. And that being said, all of the rooms uh, accommodate four people, uh, four adults or four adults and one infant because you can put a pack and play in the room. Um, but there are limitations based on the fire code in the state of Florida. So if you are a family of five, uh, you cannot stay in a standard hotel room. Right. Okay. Um, how about the pools? I, each of the value resorts or each of the all-star resorts has two pools. Um, at the All-Star Sports, their pools are the Surfboard Bay Pool, and that's sort of their main pool that's right outside of the um, Grand Hall or whatever they call Stadium it. Stadium like Hall, check-in which is area. their check-in area. Mm-hmm. Uh, right, and it is between the uh, buildings in the Surf's Up section, uh, which are the preferred rooms. So there are uh, five sections of the resort. There's Surf's Up, which is themed after surfing and beach. Uh, There is the Hoops Hotel, which is themed after basketball. There is Center Court, which has a tennis theme. There is the Touchdown Hotel, which, as Cheryl mentioned, has the uh, AstroTurf football field and some large football items. And then there's the Home Run Hotel, which is themed after baseball. That is also the home to the second pool on on the resort property, which is the Grand Slam Pool. And that, I believe, is shaped like a baseball diamond, diamond, right? Yep. Very cool. Um, For dining, uh, the All-Stars each have their own um, food court. This one at All-Star Sports is called the End Zone Food Court. It's it's obviously sports-themed. It's walk-up. You you walk up with your tray and order, and then you pay 
um, on your way out and they have drink stations with refillable mugs and such in a main area, um, microwave to be used by anybody, toaster, um, your condiments, all that kind of stuff is, is outside of that, that area. And then outside the main pool, uh, which is the Surfboard Bay Pool. They have the Grandstand, Grandstand Spirits Pool Bar, which is a pool bar which serves light uh, pub food, sandwiches, and snacks. Yeah, but mostly alcoholic beverages. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and if you go back inside the Stadium Hall, which houses the check-in as well as the food court, you uh, have Sport Goofy, which is a merchandise location, which sells park merchandise and various sundry items. Right. Okay. Now, as far as transportation from that resort goes... Uh, the only option you have is the Walt Disney World bus system, mm-hmm. and those buses are shared with the other all-star sports buses. So if you... Uh, also are, with the other all-star buses, not just the all-star sports. I'm sorry. I meant to say all-star resort mm-hmm. buses. Yep. So if you're coming back from the Magic Kingdom, you just go to the bus loading area that says all-star sport, all-star, uh, all-stars, and you will stop at each one of the three resorts. So you're not coming back to your resort. Uh, you also have the availability to utilize the... Uh, minivan uh, system, which is a uh, ride system that is really Lyft, but it's Walt Disney's, uh, you know, Uber slash Lyft style system, which has an additional charge to it. Right. All right. Uh, Shall we move over to the next to open of the all-star resorts? Let's, Let's do that. Okay. So the next one to open, and it opened in 1994, is the uh, all-star music. So that's shape that's uh, located right next door to the All-Star Sports. Um, all of these are within walking distance. You walk across a parking lot from one All-Star Resort to the next. Um, at the All-Star Music, they have, uh, let's see, one, two, three, four, five sections. A Calypso, Jazz, Rock, Country, and Broadway. Um, they also have two pools. Their main pool is a guitar-shaped pool called the Calypso Pool. And then their additional pool is a keyboard-shaped um, pool called the Piano Pool. Yeah, this resort's laid out a little better. The Piano Pool um, handles eight buildings. Um, it is between Country Fair, Broadway, Jazz Inn, and the Rock Inn. Um, and it's it's got a really nice flow to the resort. Uh, when you check in, you're going to come into Melody Hall, um, and uh, that's going to have your check-in as well as your food court. Your food court there is the intermission food court. Uh, like Cheryl said, this is, uh, a, you know, all of the all-star resorts have a walk-up cafeteria style. Yes, and they're all almost identical to each other. Right, where you'll have multiple stations. One station may have pasta and pizza. One station has burgers. One station has uh, you know, maybe Chinese food or uh, Italian food, um, as well as a bakery. And um, Melody Hall also houses Maestro Mickey's, which is their merchandise location. And their uh, pool bar over there, outside of their main pool, is called the Singing Spirits Pool. And then we didn't mention, um, this was also true at All Star Sports, but there is pizza delivery. So if there's anything that, you know, if you want to have something in your room, there's no such thing as room service at the Value Resorts, but you can get pizza delivery. All right. And uh, this, the the unique thing about the All Star Music Resort is that it's the first resort that had family suites in it. So the family suites can accommodate up to a family of six. And these rooms are a little larger than your uh, standard hotel room. 
Uh, they actually have a kitchenette with a microwave and two full bathrooms, as well as a master bedroom and a main sitting area. Uh, the master bedroom has a queen-size bed, a desk, and a television. The main sitting area has a television and sofa that then opens up to a double bed and a chair with an ottoman that converts into two single beds. There are 192 family suites on property, and there are just under uh, 1,400 uh, standard rooms. Mm -hmm. Now, this, uh, as far as the refurbishments go, uh, the all-star music resort is about halfway through its refurbishment. So right now about half of the rooms have the two double beds and the other half of the rooms have the queen, the one queen bed with the pull down queen Murphy bed. Um, I believe that the suites are also um, in, well, I know they're being refurbished. I believe they are finished. Um, also, there are a couple of other things that are available here that were also available um, at the all-star sports, sports that we didn't mention. Each of the all-stars has a playground for the children and they each have an arcade. And there's also a jogging trail that circles all around the all-star resort complex. That's a one and a half mile trail. That's true. And a fun fact about the Calypso pool here is in the center of the pool, uh, the three Caballeros shoot water at you. Um, and this is the largest pool in the All-Star Resorts at 251,000 gallons. Very good. That's a lot of water. And then on to the favorite of the All-Star Resorts, and that's All-Star Movies. Wait a second, your favorite? No, just a typical favorite. Okay. And you can tell that it's the favorite because All-Star Movies has um, had all of its rooms refurbished now. Even though it was the last of the three All-Star Resorts to open, so it was technically the newest it was also the first one to get the refurbishment. And what year did this resort open? This one opened in 1999. Um, it's, themed, it's themed areas are 101 Dalmatians, Toy Story, Fantasia, The Mighty Ducks, and Herbie the Love Bug. Uh, their pools, their main pool is the Fantasia pool. And then their additional pool is the Duck Pond pool, which is, of course, near the Mighty Ducks area. Very cool. Their check-in building is called Cinema Hall, uh, and that houses guest check-in, as well as the uh, Donald's Double Feature Store. Uh, they also have their food court, which is called the World Premier Food, Cart, food Court. Uh, and uh, as Cheryl mentioned, they also have pizza delivery available. And most importantly, their bar is called the Silver Screen Spirits Bar. Excellent. Now, all of the standard rooms... Um, have ironing boards, irons, mini fridges, uh, hair dryers, in safe, uh, in room safes. Um, As part of the refurbishment, um, all of the rooms are also getting coffee pots. So oh. that's been something that sort of differentiated the um, the moderates. You know, first, it was the deluxes were the only ones that had coffee pots, and the moderates got them. And now with this refurbishment, the values are getting coffee pots also. Excellent. Mm -hmm. And uh, that pretty much sums up the All-Star Resort Complex. So let's head on over to the ESPN Wide World of Sports Resort area, okay. uh, which is a mouthful. And we can check out the other two value resorts on property. And the first one is my personal favorite, and that is the Pop Century Resort. Yes. Well, it is a, a fan favorite um, for a couple of reasons. Uh, one, I think the theming is just really good. It's a little bit bigger than the, well, it's a lot bigger than the All-Stars. Um, where the All-Stars are three smaller ones that each have their own food court. 
The Pop Century Resort is larger and it has one very large food court. Um, and it also just recently got the Skyliner, which makes it um, a huge fan favorite. And their refurbishment to the um, to the Murphy bed situation there with the two queens has been completed. Excellent. And that's kind of amazing because this one opened even after any of the All-Stars um, in De- on December 14th of uh, 2003. All right. Uh, this uh, hotel sits on Hourglass Lake and it has 2,880 rooms. It also has five sections. However, their sections are named after each decade in the second half of the 20th century. So we have the 50s, the 60s, the 70s, the 80s, and the 90s. When you check in, you're going to come into Classic Hall. Classic Hall contains um, both the food court and the uh, shopping area. The food court is called Everything Pop Shopping and Dining. Uh, So that handles the food court, uh, which once again is cafeteria style. It does have specialty sections within it called Mom's Kitchen, the Grill Shop, the Pizza Shop, the Sandwiches, and the Soups and Salad Shops. Uh, This is the only resort on Walt Disney World that serves my favorite dessert, which is the tie-dyed cheesecake. Um, They also have the Grab-and-Go Market, which is at the back of everything pop and has foods that can be carried into the theme park, such as water, muffins, and sandwiches. Okay. Do you want to talk about the pool bar, since that seems to be your thing? I do like the pool bars, but I don't see where it is on here. All right. The pool bar is the Petals Pool Bar. Oh, yes. I love the Petals Pool Bar. They have a big uh, a big flower sort of sticking out of the ground in the concrete by the pool there to indicate that that's where you can go to the pool bar. And that's right. And that pool bar is ne- uh, next to the Hippy Dippy Pool, which uh, from its name, you can assume that it's part of the 1960s building. Um, and the uh, Petals, pool, Petals Pool Bar serves beer, sangria, and cocktails as well as light snack items. So Pop Century being a little bit bigger than the All-Stars actually has uh, three total pools. So Tony mentioned the Hippy Dippy Pool, which is their main pool. And then they also have the Bowling Pool, which is located um, near the 50s section, and the Computer Pool, which is located, of course, near the 80s section. The 80s section. Excellent. And 90s. It shares sections of the 80s and 90s. Yes. Um, So the, the funny thing about this resort is it was originally scheduled to have a second half across uh, Hourglass Lake, uh, and there's a, a bridge called the Generation Gap Bridge. The concept was that the other half of the resort was going to have the first half of the 20th century, so from the zeros to the 40s. However, uh, Pop Century opened, uh, and construction was going on during the 9-11 incident, uh, so they decided to stop building the second half of the resort. So for a number of years, that sat vacant. And then... I'm in- not ready to move on, though. Oh, you're not? No. Okay, let's go back and talk about Pop. <laughs> There's just a couple more things. So th- they still have the same um, oversized icons like they did at the um, at the All-Stars. They, they carried that over to Pop Century. Um, in the 50s section, you'll see the bowling pin staircase, the Lady and the Tramp statue, um, a 45 record, a transistor radio, a jukebox, and, a bo- and of course, the bowling pin pool. Um, in the 60s section, they have the yo-yo staircase, uh, the hippie flowers, the peace symbol, a Baloo statue with Mowgli, um, a big Play-Doh container. That's maybe one of my favorite things. And then Goofy with a surfboard, and that's in front of, uh, uh, there used to be a water area there. It's the kiddie pool. It, yeah. I just wish that that, that giant Play-Doh uh, smelled like Play-Doh. That would be nice. I don't think that um, that water feature is there anymore for the kids. Um, the 70s section has an 8-track uh Disco, they think it says like disco all over the um, 
the railings. It, yes, it does. Um, they've got a four-story tall big wheel, uh, a, a life-size foosball, and a Mickey Mouse fo- phone. Uh, the 80s section has a Rubik's Cube, a Roger Rabbit statue, a giant Walkman, a Mr. Potato Head, um, Pac-Man symbols. That's like on their railings. And then in the 90s section, um, there's a giant cell phone, a giant laptop, giant floppy disks and computer keyboard, rollerblades, and uh, some hip-hop dance uh, references. You were a big hip-hopper back in the day, weren't you? No, I was not. No. No. Um, so I think, Can you yeah. skip? So now we'll move along. If you go over the, what's the bridge called? Generation Gap Bridge. The Generation Gap Bridge to the Art of Animation. And on your way, you're going to pass the loading area for the new uh, Disney Skyliner. That's right. So um, while the Pop Century Resort and Art of Animation Resorts, which is our next resort, uh, share the same property, um, they don't share the same bus transportation network. So there's a separate bus for Pop Century and a separate bus for Art of Animation. The nice thing is if you decide to take the buses back and you get there and you just miss the Pop Century bus, but you're staying at Pop Century, you can go jump on the Art of Animation bus and then it's just a little bit longer of a walk. It's a lot longer of a walk if well, you're really tired. If it depends yeah. if you've got kids with you or not. Or yeah, yeah. Or I mean, like if you really like don't want to wait, then it's a, it's a good option, but um, it's it's a long walk. And These then, are big resorts. And then the new exciting thing, as Cheryl mentioned, is the Disney Skyliner, which is a gondola system. Uh, which services Epcot and Hollywood Studios now. So that is a new form of transportation uh, to get you around the parks. Yeah, so cool. So uh, Art of Animation uh, opened in 2012, and it has four themed areas. Uh, The areas are themed after uh, Cars, uh, Finding Nemo, The Lion King, and The Little Mermaid. There are 984 rooms in this resort, and uh, sorry, standard rooms, and then... Uh, 1,100 suites. Mm-hmm. And this resort was primarily um, uh, suites. So the Little Mermaid section is standard hotel rooms. And then the Lion King, Finding Nemo, and Cars are all family suites, which can accommodate, as we mentioned before, up to six guests. Yes, a little bit more comfortably with a second bathroom, um, a little kitchenette-type area. Uh, so those are those are nice. They are also pricey. They are. Um, yeah, for... For the cost of one of the suites, it's typically about the same as two, well, it's, it's almost always exactly the same as the cost of two rooms. So you always have to think whether you'd rather have two adjoining rooms um, with, you know, the extra actual beds. The uh, the suites have, do they tell you what what it's made of? I think there's a bedroom with a like a king-size bed, I think, or a queen-size bed, and then there's a, like a pull-down Murphy beds in the living room area. So now you're up to four. And then I think there's like a pullout, I think there's a pullout couch. So if you don't really want somebody sleeping on a pullout couch, maybe two adjoining rooms is better. And really all it, all it gains you is the kitchenette, which is nothing more than a sink with a microwave. Right. But you can't get a microwave any other way. And I do love a microwave. You can. So it's good for a family of four. I feel like that maybe wants to spread out a little bit more. Um, but for six, I don't know, unless you, if your kids maybe are littler and don't mind a bar in their back when they're sleeping on the pullout couch. I think they're upgrading these two. And I, I, the more, I think they're putting in like more Murphy beds and which are a lot more comfortable than a typical pullout couch. Okay. So the Little Mermaid section of the resort uh, is themed with 600 cutout objects uh, related to under the sea. 
Um, and those uh, are, you know, the old uh, motel style exterior entrances. Uh, and it also is home to the Little Mermaid pool, which is one of the pools. And then when you get to the cars section, uh, there are large cars from the cars movie there. Uh, but the whole area is themed like the Cozy Cone Motel. It's so cute. Which is, which is pretty amazing. Um, but you can see Lightning McQueen, Sally Mater, Luigi, and Guido over there. Um, and these are interior hallways. So all of the suite buildings uh, you access from the inside. Uh, the Lion King building has a natural setting, uh, but you will find a large size uh, lion as well as some jungle section to go through. And then the last section is Finding Nemo. Uh, there you will find the Big Blue Pool, which is the main pool at the resort. Um, and uh, this is uh, themed to the ocean, so you'll find a, a large fish, large sea life um, in that section. Uh, and that also houses the playground area. Um, Animation Hall is the main building, which has your check-in, as well as the Landscape of Flavors food court. Uh, the food court serves uh, omelets, pancakes, French toast, salad, burritos, ice cream, bakery items. Uh, it seats about 600 people. Uh, they also have pizza delivery at this resort. Uh, if I recall correctly, the uh, is it here where they have the Pizza Planet trucks deliver? Or I don't is know. All-Star movies? I don't know. But what I was going to say was the landscape of flavors, I think it's one of the few places that actually serves you on real plates with real, like, silverware. Right, because it's better for the environment. Yeah. So... Um, and then the uh, Animation Hall also has the Ink and Paint Shop, which is once again the merchandise area. So you can buy your souvenirs there as well as grocery and sundry items. Okay. Uh, just, you know, overall, how do you feel about the value resorts when, you know, when that's where we're staying? I, you know what? It, it suits a need. Uh, it's relatively inexpensive, you know, in comparison to in a comparison, moderate yeah. or a deluxe resort. Um, it's on Disney property, which means... Uh, you know, if you're not renting a car, then you've got uh, access to Disney's Magical Express, which brings you to and from the airport. And you can utilize Disney transportation while you're there so you don't have to worry about getting around. Um, it's clean. It's got that Disney theming. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's a, it's a nice place to, uh, you know, when we first started going to the parks, we were just there to essentially sleep because we would go to the parks at 8 in the morning and we would go, you know, till 11 o'clock midnight. Um, and it, it met that need. As we got a little older and we got married and had children, well, we started going back to the rooms midday. And I think the large uh, novelty items, you know, gets the kids interested. You know, they want to see the big wheel. They want to go see the Play-Doh can. Um, you know, they want to play on the, the football field, uh, you know, at the All-Star Sports Resort. So it gets them, you know, involved in the resort as well. Yeah. And with the refurbishment of the rooms, the newer rooms are, they're very nice. Um, I think it's still a little tight for a family of four. We haven't done it. We were supposed to do it um, in in a couple of weeks um, in a spring break trip, but I don't think we're going to get to go. Um, I have stayed in one of the refurbished rooms with just my daughter. Um, for the two of us, obviously, plenty of space, and it's nice to be able to have that table and chairs there instead of a second another bed. A second bed. Um, I'm interested to see exactly how it works out with a family of four. I think you probably have to push that bed up. Um, every Most day, day in, in order right. to in order to all sort of fit in that room. But um, it's a really good option. And um, especially with the Skyliner at Pop Century, I feel like that resort right now is it's a it's a hot ticket. It's where everybody wants to stay. They're hard rooms to get um, because the price is still sort of reasonable and you have that fabulous transportation option. 
All right. So until next time, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. Hope you enjoyed your review of the value properties. Catch our next special edition coming soon. You've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast.